Crude oil is crude. Natural gas is pure. That's why Pennzoil's base oil is made from natural gas, not crude. It gives you unbeatable engine protection. The proof is in the Pennzoil. Based on sequence 4A wear test using SAE 5W30. <laughs> Today's opening tip is the opening tip. Rockets Lakers last night, James Harden versus JaVale McGee, which oh. was amazing. Um, he did almost get this, sort of almost. <laughs> Rachel, I, I, I just know. want you to know that I'm still finding confetti. What, in your... <laughs> in various places. I don't want to know. I'm telling you, this, this is what guards love to do. They love to try to prove big men wrong. Well, see, there yeah. you go. <laughs> Were you, did you win on most of your tips? What was your batting average in your tips? Oh, I was horrible. It was okay. to the point where, you know, I, I, started, I started letting KG in. Kirk, you're uh, like eight feet tall. Yeah, I know, but I, I couldn't jump, Rachel. So I, I had to put Dude. KG there when I got to Oklahoma City. Surge would do the jump balls. <laughs> I, I, went, no. I respect the, rea- the realism. <laughs> I respect it. There you go. Welcome to The Jump. I am Rachel Nichols alongside the confetti-clad Brian Winhorst. <laughs> hey, look, sometimes you got to toughen up for the team. <laughs> NBA trade deadline has come and went. And, of course, our NBA champ, Kendrick Perkins. <laughs> Fresh. <laughs> he showered. There's no confetti uh, with him. Yeah. So there you go. I mean, now Hassan is going to be stopping by a little bit later. And coming up, we're going to talk more about the Rockets' smaller ball lineup. They got the win last night. We will discuss if it is a sustainable strategy. First, though, it's Oscar weekend here in L.A. The 92nd Academy Awards will be presented live on ABC. That's Sunday, 8 o'clock Eastern. 5 p.m. Pacific. So to get everyone prepared for the ceremony, we are going to start today's show with our own Oscar party right here, right now. So just like they do at the Oscars, we're going to give some love to the previously announced winners, right? Oh, okay. So just so you guys know, the award for best foreign film, that went to Giannis for his Euro step against the Timberwolves. Get it? Right, there we go. Uh, So you're fired. fired. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) But it looks good. He's good at it. The award for best screenplay went to Stephanie Dolson from Team USA. That's one of those first screens right Against Team Canada. That doesn't seem legal. That is legal. What you mean? You can't hit her on the side. You got to square her That's a clean butt. That's a clean screen. Take it the other way. (laughs) Award for best cinematography went to Anthony Davis's chewing gum. Oh. It's like an homage to the trash bag scene in American Beauty, remember? At least he played it off pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) And the award for best supporting actor went to none other than Aaron Baines, who just makes every scene he's in more memorable. So, oh, are we going to show his blocks, Rachel, while we're, we're showing him dunked on? I'm just saying. He gets, oh. he gets blocked shots, you know. Yeah, he do, but I mean, hey, listen, B, when you get dunked on like that in the season, you got to show it now. <laughs> Again, Mr. Reality, I respect I'm it. just saying, I, I mean, last week we showed, you know, Blake Griffin posterizing me, so, you know. Hey, right, exactly. We're not going to do that. <laughs> Zaza Pachulia wrote the into the that. show the other day because he was the victim of a distant replay. It happens. It He's happens. like, why? I was having a good day. Why you got to show it? I mean, it's it's basketball. All right, let's get back to our Oscars. I want to look at our first category. This is for best special effects, guys. The nominees are mm. John Morant jumping over Kevin Love on December 2nd. Now, he missed the dunk. I'm not sure that matters. You guys can decide. 
But it's not a charge look, if they jump over you. He did look like he had perfected flight. He did. Right? You normally need but CGI did, for that. He did push off a little bit. He did use his off He wants to dunk on people. Trey Young versus the Nuggets on January 6th. Ooh. And he jukes out multiple defenders. This is an array of visual effects. So this is like if he did the Matrix but without the CGI. I, I'm glad you slowed that down because in real time, I had a hard time figuring out what he did. And he finished the play. Right? That was beautiful. See, Hollywood needs an army of people for this. NBA players just do it themselves. Our final nine nominees, I'm oh. against the Nuggets, January 24th. What's wrong with you? That's oh. not special. That's just brute force. Well, oh it's special. It can special. you do it? I cannot. <laughs> so and neither special. can Perk because he just said he no. can't jump. <laughs> <laughs> so there he you play? go. Again, when they do like the Marvel movies... And they ah. have someone fly through the air. Good job, That Rachel. requires a special Good effect. Job. Good job. Zion Williamson did it on his own. So, all right. So, of those three, you got John Morant, you got Trey Young, and then Zion. Right. Of the things that you should, a human being should not be able to do, you should need a special effect for, but they did it. Who wins? What do you got? Zion. Yeah? I'm predisposed to vote for Zion for anything, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of what he does. I'm going with Trey Young. Yeah. Because the handle, the fake, and the finish... Hey, that was beautiful. I, I just respect we showed a block shot. It's so rare that we show them. But I'm <laughs> Brian, don't, hey, don't tell me you biased towards the producer big Producer Danny tells me I am I'm the tiebreaker. I am going to have to go with Trey just because that was That was beautiful. You guys are teaming there. up against Again, me. the Matrix. Look at it. With right? The, oh, with the school This is some Neo-level stuff. And he's just doing it. It's like you're playing at Rucker's Park. <laughs> easy work. Easy. Easy. All right. Easy work. Our next category... Best performance by a lead actor. So oh. our first nominee is LeBron. <laughs> this was the night he posted 39 points, 16 Ooh. assists, 12 rebounds against the Mavericks on November 1st. Ooh. Remember, this is like the big oh. LeBron Luka kind of showdown. I know that's not the Wash King doing that, right? Mm. Not the Wash King. And he did that with no Anthony Davis. Mm. No Anthony Davis. Daddy, was that you called Daddy Ball? Yeah, 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 that's daddy ball. <laughs> All right, daddy next ball. nominee, James Harden, dropped 60 in a win over the Hawks back on November 30th. Three quarters, am I correct? Right. Three quarters? Beautiful. Uh, I've seen this before. What, what, because someone turns in a great performance over and over? We're like, eh, whatever. I've, just, I've seen it before. <laughs> Our final nominee, Damian Ooh. Lillard, 48 points, dished out 10 assists against the Lakers last Friday. He put on a show in Kobe's memory. This was a performance. All right, so who should our Oscar for best performance go to? Out of these three, yeah, not saying their whole careers. No, no, no. Again, it's one night. Out of these night. three, one night. One night. I, yeah. Dame Dalla. Well, I'm going with King James for the simple fact he went into Dallas. Dallas was playing well at the time. They were playing really good at home, and he went there without Anthony Davis on the road and put on a performance. I respect in, all that. In year 17. Woo. Well, as the tiebreaker, and really, Producer Danny, <laughs> I, wish I, had this, I wish I had this job in our actual Congressional Senate, but instead I'll just have it here on the jump. Um, I'm going with Damian Lillard. I mean, just the moment you. was so big. And to walk in there, and it was hard. Damian and I talked about this before the game. You are being dropped into someone else's very emotional moment, right? Anyone could have been the Look at that play, dunking on three dudes. Night. And there was sort of this storybook script of the Lakers wanting to win it for Kobe. It is a strange position to be the opponent in that because, of course, everybody would like to win the basketball game they play. They're professional athletes. Right. But Dame said straight out to me, he goes, yeah, it's completely weird. He 
he said his, his, his thing was no one's winning tonight. Well, um, D- Dame might win a Grammy someday, but he'll take the Oscar. He'll take our Oscar. <laughs> there we go. Our next category is Best Actor. Here are the nominees. Eric Bledsoe versus the Clippers on November 6th. Oh, that was horrible. <laughs> that was horrible. That to me was Come amazing. Come on, E. Bled. <laughs> look at the performance he gives at the end. Look, it's just uh, it's I mean, beautiful. He puts Doc. Did Doc challenge that? <laughs> Probably <laughs> lost. Probably challenged it. Lost. Can you challenge enough flop call? I don't you know. You should be able to. Right? On principle. All right, Patrick Beverly. He did challenge oh, Patrick Beverly versus the Rockets on November twenty second. <laughs> oh, bad. This this was really art. Right you know what? Yeah, it it's was. the falling down too. And also yeah. the head, the head, yeah, the head going too. back twice. <laughs> Right? I mean, not everybody does oh, that. Not everyone yeah. puts the care on a performance like that. And yeah. finally, Joe Ingles versus the Heat, oh, December slow 23rd. Motion, slow motion. <laughs> yeah. That was <laughs> I just love the opposing coaches. Look. Right? Here's... Was- oh! <laughs> the delay poor, on it is really the nice. Poor Tyler Hero yeah. getting the rookie, rookie treatment. Right? You have that called against him. All right. So those were... That are just some serious performances. Who are you giving your Oscar to, gentlemen? I think it's the multi-stage move. Of Beverly, mm-hmm. where he falls back, pushes back, and then goes down. I agree with you. I got to give it to Pat Bev. That was, I mean, that was horrible, Pat Bev. That's a flop warning and a yes. half. That's that's a five thousand dollar flop right there. It was wonderful because he's getting an Oscar. Oh, it was okay. It was wonderful. <laughs> he's getting, yeah, right, right. For acting, he's For acting. acting. He's right. significantly, yeah, significantly. Acting. You know what though, Harden. It's okay. It's against Harden. Harden does his that own. Was, that acting. was that was the NBA. I remember I posted a video of that, like right as it happened, because it yeah. was so phenomenal. And, and half the response was, including from NBA players, was right. But it's against yeah, Harden. Had to respect that. He was like, you know so, what? That was pretty good. That there was pretty you go. Good. All right. Finally, the biggest category of them all: best picture, which for our purposes means posterization. Oh no, Brian, no whining here. Ooh. First up, Derek Jones on Jonas Valanciunas from October twenty third. That's who's winning the dunk. That's contest. amazing. You're right, Perk. I'm man. telling you. He dunked a ball the other night, Staples Center. The ball bounced <laughs> off the floor so hard it went in the stands. Ooh, I mean, oh. elevation. All right, LeBron. Oh, oh man. Down, November 15th. Not the oh, Boys King man. again. Mm. Something ain't right about Braun, man. I'm telling Ooh. you. Something, that's cheating. Man. Wow. Did you guys see the photo Andrew How? Bernstein took last uh, night oh, of LeBron yeah. on that dunk? It was that majestic. Was insane. All right, finally, DeMar DeRozan on Chris Boucher. Oh, I mean, <laughs> that was. He did, Come on, Chris Boucher. Oh. I mean, what's he going to do? He's just standing. He's laying on top of him there. Yeah, huh? I mean, Pirtle's <laughs> <laughs> per, providing support. I, I think we all. Get, so, what's the um, freeze frame? What's the best picture from that? Oh, the last one, Demar Derozan. I think that was I mean, the best. That was the best dunk. In LeBron's the dunk was awesome. It was but, awesome. But Derozan, you don't expect that. Right. It was the surprise element. Right. It was amazing about that. And then the and one, the, the land on the ground, Look at all this. that. Look at the bench. I, I mean, mean the, the Spurs needed on. emotional support after this. <laughs> and they won. Like, they came back and won the game. Like, well, see, like, there you go. And oh. the, little, the little fist thing afterward, that was Yeah, phenomenal. You know, and then, right. you know, the whole background right. of his former, he used to play for them. Doing it in there. So many emotions. There you go. I feel proud that we could take part in the Oscars weekend <laughs> tradition again on your televisions on ABC These on will be Sunday. in the mail to DeRozan and Dame. And there you go. No, I'm keeping at least one oh, of those. Okay. Hey, L- on. LBJ, I tried, man. I there tried. you go. He's got a lot of awards. And by the way, we'll Do we be have talking. Oscar though, right 
Well, we will be talking. Wait, Kobe, 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 Kobe had an Oscar. Kobe got an Oscar uh, two two years after he retired, and and LeBron certainly works in the entertainment space. Absolutely. I would not be surprised if LeBron gets an Oscar one day as well. Coming up, the Lakers did not make any pre-trade deadline moves yesterday, but they are courting another one. Retired point guard Darren Collison at the Laker game last night. We'll tell you all about that. I don't think you paid for those seats, Kirk. Uh, (laughs) uh, Stick around. First, though, it's time for our distant replay from this date in 1999. And I keep saying it. I just mentioned Kobe Bryant. We could do a distant replay from this date of every day on the calendar for Kobe. That was his greatness. As we continue to highlight and celebrate the life of Kobe Bryant, this date, Somebody about to get dumped on. 1999, this is Young Kobe. Oh. Oh. Young Kobe. Oh, look at the footwork. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and that was, that was before he went to uh, train with Dream that summer. Sorry. That was, a second. Uh, I was not ready for that. You know what Danny Ainge called it? The slippery eels. <laughs> This week on The Neighborhood. We have someone over there right away. Jay, you okay? You copy my outfit? You copy my outfit? I wish I did. I took a middle photo of your outfit. Filed it under gorgeous. I wish you were even taller so I could see more of your outfit. It's beautiful. Calling up temperatures. Your beauty is blinding. I refuse to blink. It would take a moment away from witnessing your amazing outfit. Uh... Guys, tune into the NBA on ABC. The Jump is brought to you by Pizza Hut. No one out pizzas the Hut. It's a make or miss league. It's a make or miss league. Oh, I have no idea. Make <laughs> miss. It's a make or miss league. Actually, for Giannis, it's just a make league. But anyway, make creativity. Rockets, Lakers, oh. Lakers on the break. I mentioned this dunk earlier. LeBron throwing down the windmill reverse. All right, so which was better, that one or this one from 2005? Because the man hasn't aged in this respect. Well, there's a little bit more speed on the approach in 2005, but mm-hmm. the majestic play of last night seems like it ranks higher. I I'm going last night because he's 35 years old and still doing this. <laughs> I am so jealous. Wow. <laughs> he he could have just laid it up, right? But he's like, nope, I'm going to put on a show for the fans. At Look at that. Mm. That's I like incredible. the old one, too, though. Good. I didn't miss- celebrate. Get, get back on me against the Rockets. <laughs> they did not win, so there is that. Pelicans, Bulls. Thomas Sadoransky oh, trying to float one over Zion. It, it doesn't go well. I don't know why. I don't know why Look at people us celebrating keep trying him. Here. I don't know why people keep trying him. It never works for a, for a guard in the paint to double clutch on a shot. <laughs> it, it's the it's the basis of getting embarrassed. He's so underrated as a shot blocker. I'm telling you. I and he's underrated sure as a is passer. underrated at anything. He's underrated as a passer too. I'm telling you. The, the, what's happened in the NBA these last two weeks is distracted from how great he's been. He has had a spectacular start to his career. I agree. Absolutely. I agree. Stay healthy. Please. Get there. Make aggression. We had some powerful slams last night. All right, so check out Jackson Hayes. Oh, okay. Watch the J.J. Reddick reaction. (laughs) (laughs) J.J.'s seen some things. All right, Terrence Ross. Oh, coming down the baseline. And Giannis. (laughs) Right? Everyone's getting angry at the rims last night. Giannis had it on his mind. Ooh. I'm still laughing. I forgot about T. Ross. See, <laughs> See, this is why he does this. Do you remember he's here? 
That's all we. Seven hundred players in the end. That's within sets in some some traffic. Boom. Oh, I like Hayes though. He's athletic. He's a little raw, but I like. Miss anticipation. Giannis is dominating the Sixers last night. Look at some of these moves. Okay, we saw Daddy Ball earlier. Mm-hmm. That's like Granddaddy Ball Ooh. because he's going with the layup. That's worked, and it's against MB. Like, come here, uh, too small. I think you said last night, Perk, the Bucks owed the Sixers one, and he had it on his mind. Yeah, Ooh. what he had, thirty-two and twenty, Shaq, thirty-six and twenty, oh, I'm sorry. and like six assists or something. <laughs> that help the Sixers traded for. Did not make it in time for last night. We'll that, have to see. It wouldn't have helped. Right? No, I don't think it would have made a big difference. <laughs> he was on Two bad mission. shooters was not going to like be the difference. That was some Elijah action there with the up and under. Oh. Oh. Man, we're talking about the Bucks more in this show. They are <laughs> phenomenal. Make previews. Magic Knicks, Aaron Gordon throwing down two separate reverse oh. slams in Madison Square Garden. The drop still. All right, so you were talking about Derrick Jones Jr. in the dunk contest, but Aaron Gordon is back in the dunk contest this year, Perk. Don't forget about him. Yeah, but he's, Rachel, like, that's impressive, but I'm talking about uh, Jones sticking his head in the rim, though. Well, like, yeah, yeah, and he gets yeah. up and yeah. um, he, like, throws, he, like, throws it right. in the thrunks, yeah. right? I don't know, though. Aaron's got good style. So here's the thing. To be a great dunker, you can't be too tall. But Jones isn't too tall, but he's got really long arms. He's got arms like he's 6'10". Right. Right. So he's got the perfect package to win this dunk contest. I don't know, though. I So I would say that the dunks Aaron turned in in that – was it was in – where was it? The dunk contest. I don't know, but it was great. Right. It was in. It was with the. Stu- oh. It was with the stuff mascot. Right. Yeah. So, um, it. They were I, great. I agree. I'm just saying. I think he's got something special planned for Chicago. I'm excited well, about the dunk contest. Dwight I Howard. It's going to be good. Pat Covington's going to be good. Last night, the Rockets debuting Robert Covington and their super small ball approach. Russell Westbrook led the way with 41 points. I'm telling you, I was Ooh. in the building last night. He just had it. He just had it the whole night. He was he looked fantastic. Rockets outscoring the Lakers by 30 from the three-point line. And here is Mike D'Antoni after the game. This is a very telling soundbite. Take a listen. Anytime you try something different, these guys got to believe in it. And this helps. Um, this helps a lot. Because you go here, you come in here, and you get spanked, and we're all little. And it's like, oh, you know, maybe we can't do this. But so they're fired up, and we'll keep trying. And, and so it helps a lot. Brian, I thought that was so interesting because he's making the point that it's not just convincing people around the league or their fans. You have to convince people in the locker room because it takes buy-in to play like this. And the very first out of the gate with Robert Covington was against the Lakers, which was a team they were supposed to struggle with, with the Lakers' bigs. And he said it helps. If we had gotten spanked, it would have been a harder sell inside the locker room. What do you make of all that? I enjoyed watching it. I thought it was an innovative way to go about it. My instinct tells me that it's a trick offense and that when teams get more used to it that they'll you know that was a surprise for the Lakers too I mean they knew it was coming but they hadn't seen it yeah and that can you win four games in a playoff series playing that way my feeling is that you can't am I also concerned about PJ Tucker that he's just going to get worn out but that's just my instinct that doesn't mean I'm saying I know that's going to happen I just you know it it's just not typical what you see in the NBA I've been very critical of D'Antoni but I have to give him his credit on this one because for the simple fact, he's doing something that I actually agree with. He's First of all, he's, he's, he's going small. He's spacing the floor with five perimeter players, and he has two former MVPs in their prime. You're talking about Russell Westbrook 
and James Harden, people who struggle to guard them one-on-one. So once they get past the first line of defense, it's over with. And we seen that last night. Mm -hmm. Like if CP3 was on this team, they couldn't do this. But Russell Westbrook and James Harden, he's basically saying, you know what? I'm going to put my best two players against whoever y'all want to match and try to stop them. Mm -hmm. You can't. So I'm trying to figure out what teams are going to do to try to slow this offense down. I don't, I, don't, I don't see anyone having an answer for that. Defensively, what can you do? You try to trap James Harden, then Russell Westbrook goes for 40. Right, but the concern is, I mean, look, I, I'm, I love this, and I saw Mike last night after the game, and one of the things that was nice is that he looked energized. And it has been an up, up and down 12 months for Mike D'Antoni. He still doesn't have a contract extension. This could very well be his <laughs> last year there. The CP3 trade was there was disagreement within the Rockets organization about right. whether they should make that deal. It looked like he's like, oh, I got toys now to, to play in, in the style that Mike D'Antoni is so good at doing. And, and I do like the overall that they're maximizing what they have. But the argument, Perk, is they can't defend in the middle and no one's going to rebound. Well, that's, that's the argument. But they're just saying, hey, we're going to outscore you. And my thing is, is that I blame Rondo for what Russell Westbrook did to them last night because he gassed up Kyle Kuzma the last <laughs> game that they played. And you can't do that to a guy like Russell Westbrook. He has that Mamba mentality, and Kobe already crowned him with that. I see this working. I don't see nobody stopping him. Westbrook Period. did look really comfortable. He looks so great last <laughs> night. I'm telling you, be, being being there live when Russell Westbrook is firing is so much fun. The he lane is, is wide open. There's nobody clogging the middle. He is so much fun to watch. All right, we will talk a little bit more about what happened in the league after the trade deadline. Coming up, D'Angelo Russell receiving a hero's welcome in Minnesota last night. Carl Anthony Towns there to make it happen. This is really sweet. We'll, we'll talk about what we can expect from a Russell Towns pairing. Stay tuned next on The Jump. And you guys saw the top of the show. Use it when responsibly. When trade happens. Use oh, it no. responsibly. <laughs> we have our trade pick. Hey, Brian, you know what Kendrick has never heard? We just had another trade recorded, which means I get to do this. <laughs> Matt Barnes, hey, hey. welcome. Hey, at least I was ready for you. Almost made me pee off camera because I wasn't ready for life. You know how you know when there's a trade? That's how. Oh, oh my God! The trade crank not working is the most disappointing part of the day. It's just untenable. Tell my crank. That's what I think. It's still not working. I will not be foiled, Amin El Hassan. You have not gotten the best of me. Just think what would happen. This can go off a little, right, if we get a trade. And then I also... Oh, no. Oh, donate to me. There we go. You need professional help. I just want you to know that. You have something. <laughs> this wasn't working. I had the backup confetti. I had the backup sirens because that's kind of prepared I am. But now... Thank you, everyone in the studio who got me set back up. The train is going again. We are ready. And all is right. <laughs> With America. Thank you. Oh, man. I'm just glad she, we don't have it. It was all over. She was just sitting in here in the dark. Yeah, the just, show was over. Just, she just kept doing it. You know, 
It's it's fun. <laughs> Welcome back to the jump. Our front office insider Amin Al Hassan has rejoined the show. Front office insider and plaintiff. I was you'll be hearing from my lawyers. <laughs> I was going to say no. You'll be hearing Plaintiff. from my lawyers after trying to sabotage me like that. You should know you'll never win. Um, Perk, look among the trade crank uh, craziness. We had trades, and there were some guys who made it clear, like Andre Drummond. They found out in public before they found out privately. You have a similar story. Share that with us. Well, I do. And, and listen, I, I remember because I was in Denver um, at the time with, with, with the Boston Celtics. And, you know, between us, yeah. <laughs> I always go to sleep and I leave my TV on because I'm scared of the dark. So it's always on ESPN. Right? So I woke up at 7 o'clock, right? I wake up at 7 in the morning and I'm watching ESPN. And they're like, oh, it's a blockbuster trade. I'm like, oh, who got <laughs> So I wake up, I'm all intrigued. I'm like, who got traded? It was like, Boston Celtics sends Kendrick Perkins to to the Oklahoma City Thunder for Jeff Green. And I'm like, what? So I called my agent, who was Bob Myers at the time. And I'm like, Bob Myers. You're right. I'm like, Bob, hey, man, what's going on? He's like, yeah, Perk, you got traded. I said, hold on, can we wait till the season's over? He's like, no, Perk is done. And uh, Danny, go be calling you. And then Sam Presti, hey, man, I was like, now nah, you got to be kidding me, Bob. We got to put a stop to it. Tell him, it's, I do whatever to stay. We just got to finish the season now. And he was like, no, Perk is done. Yeah. It's going to be a great situation. I was like, oh, well, I found out waking up on yesterday. But what happened a week later, Perk? What, what, what you mean, B? What happened a week later? Who, who got, what happened a week later in your career? Oh, I got cashed out when I went to Oklahoma City. Yeah. I believe that was a four-year, about a $40 million. I, 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 didn't, pl- I didn't play one, one reasons, single game. One of the reasons that watch you got yeah. on is so nice. And, and I called Danny Ainge, Danny Ainge and I told him thank you. There you go. <laughs> Sam Presley, like, you're supposed to thank me. Yeah, I'm right. <laughs> Sam, he, Sam know where he stands. Exactly. I want to talk about the Lakers. Our Dave McMenamin snapping this photo of free agent Darren Collison sitting with Jeannie Buss mm. at the game last night. I actually spoke to Darren when he was over there with Jeannie. Yeah. Just, you know, as he said, taking in the game, enjoying his evening. Remember, he told Matt Barnes earlier in the day that he was 50-50 on whether oh. he wants to come back. But both the Lakers and the Clippers have expressed interest in wanting him. What do you think, Perk, he would bring to the Lakers if he, if he, and then again, lovely Linda Rambis, if he, if he ended up joining their squad officially. It's not an if. He's going to be a Laker. And he go, he's going to change everything for the Lakers. He's going to change everything? Well, in my opinion, he's going to put, he's a perfect fit, meaning okay. he's going to give them that extra edge to winning the title. He could get a bucket. He defends at a high level. He creates for others. And the most important thing is that you could play him in the fourth quarter with LeBron James because he does not need the ball in his hands to be successful. He's a career 39% three-point shooter. And that's sagged down by his first few years, but he struggled to shoot the three. So you know when LeBron's on the floor, he absolutely fits. But then the important thing is you look at the Lakers' offense when LeBron James is not on the floor, and it is bad. It is bottom five in the NBA in offensive efficiency, and that's even when Anthony Anthony Davis Davis on the floor. So the big thing that he brings to the table is someone who can run an offense and get easy buckets for everybody out there so LeBron doesn't have as much of a burden to create for everybody as he does right now. sounds a lot like the role that Kyrie Irving played. Mm -hmm. Now, he is not Kyrie Irving. Let's not get blown away. But when you have somebody who can control a possession – in the playoffs, mm. even if it's just two or three possessions a quarter, 
it takes off, it allows LeBron to do a little bit of resting while he's playing, which is vital in the playoffs. The Lakers were limited in what they could build with this team because they, they, they had salary cap space. They couldn't do much with it because of Anthony Davis. If, this, if Darren Collison had signed as a free agent last summer, I think he would have gotten 12 or so million dollars a year. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He led the league in three-point shooting two years ago. And he averaged 12 points a game last year for the Pacers. I don't know how he's going to be able to join him season, middle of the way. I don't know like, if it's going to take him a while to warm up. But adding him, in my mind, is a bigger addition, if he's Darren Collison, mm-hmm. than the Clippers adding Marcus, Marcus Morris. Morris. Mm. That, it's that kind of – not because – I'm not comparing the players, it's just but fit. the injection right. of talent that the Lakers need. What the Lakers need and do. the fit that yeah. he would provide – he turned down many millions of dollars yeah. to retire, and you know now we'll see if I think if you're going to come back and play basketball, that's the kind of situation. And he lives here; he's from here. This and then, to. Uh, might I add too, he is one of my favorites because he's old school. He picks up 94 feet yep. on the defensive end. I yes. just wanted to throw that. <laughs> Really, you're scared of the dark? Yeah, I sleep with the TV on. You know, it's all good. We all have our flaws. All right. (laughs) The other trade deadline fallout, big story yesterday. D'Angelo Russell going to Minnesota. Carl Anthony Towns needed this, people. If you've been watching his Instagram the last week or so, he needed this, and he got his old Kentucky old-time friend. Take a look. This is dope as anything. Yeah. Spoke it into existence for years. The world gave us energy back. It's time. Oh, this shit. What's up, family? What's up, family? Hey, this is a movie to me, bro. This ain't real. What's up, brother? What's up, brother? Hell yeah. What's up, man? You good? Yo. Ah, my dog. You know it's a celebration, Brody. You know what it is. My dog. Every time. I got coats. Oh, I got you this. <laughs> ah, let me see. It's time. This is crazy. This is sick. <laughs> this is sick. This is a movie to me. See? That's so nice. I've never seen a player so in a hurry to get to Minnesota in February. Well, and also, Carl Anthony Towns, that's a very expensive Timberwolves employee there to greet him in person. Expensive plane, too. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, that, was, that wasn't American Airlines, huh? <laughs> no. <laughs> we were just having time. a discussion here, by the way. Yes, D'Angelo Russell went to Ohio State, but he's from Louisville. He's from so Kentucky. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but he's a Buckeye. Let's just be clear. Okay, Mr. Ohio. Um, you know, uh, let, me, let me just say, let me just say, like, I hope it works out for the Timberwolves. One of the reasons why they made such a big deal about this is because their entire organization needs some good news. Yes, they've had nothing but bad news for months now. Um, I've never seen a team acquire seven players in the middle of the season like this, at least via trade. This, it's wild. Um, but if you're gonna if you're gonna redo your whole team midseason, do it when you've lost 13 in a row or whatever it is. <laughs> um, I'm a little more skeptical about this fit. You know, one of the problems that the Timberwolves have is they are an awful defensive team, right? And a lot of that 
you can point to personnel, but there's one person in particular who's central to that theme. And that guy's Carl Anthony Towns. And I want us to take a look at these numbers here. These are the top two lineups by minutes for the Timberwolves. These are identical lineups. Only difference is Gorgie Jang is on the court in one of them, and Towns is in there on the other. When Gorgie Jang is in there, that is a near top five defense in the NBA. When Carl Anthony Towns is out there, that is the worst defensive rating in the history of the NBA. Worse than the Cavs last year. Worse than any bad team you can think of going back to at least 1973. That's not about, oh, I play with this. or It's about one guy out there, and his commitment to the defensive end is not there. D'Angelo Russell has a lot of the same afflictions. Great talent, all-star talent. But defense, maybe not a priority. So unless those guys undergo a transformation of who they are, it's not just about, I'm playing with my best friend now. You got to play different than the way you've played as an individual, let alone with someone else. Man, I mean, do I need to go to Walgreens to get you a box fan? <laughs> feel the same way I feel? No, seriously, I was watching this on TV, on my phone, and looking at it on social media, and I'm, I'm sitting up here like, is this KD getting off the plane? Did they yeah. just get LeBron James uh, in Minnesota? I like, nice. I'm like, what, what is really going on okay, here? Like, both of you, well, you I mean, both understand the bigger picture here, is, right? No, to him, it feels like that. And if you are a star player, a franchise player, who has felt, and look, I'm not saying he's right or wrong to feel this way, but he has clearly felt a bit marooned and sort of that all of this has been falling apart around him. If you can activate him differently, the bottom line is he's their star. He's the guy they've got. So if you can activate him and make him feel differently about when he walks out onto the court every night, he will play more defense. We have will seen he? him. But We've seen him. Because D'Angelo Russell's going to demand it of him? I, I, I look, you right. gotta, if you're Gershon Russell, what are you trying? But, he's but, your guy. Rachel, I don't. So, I don't disagree with you a lot. Me, and you agree yeah. on a lot of things, but you got nothing we, here. For no, me. because for the simple fact, what do you mean? They got rid of Tibbs. They got rid of Jimmy Butler. They, they anyone who demanded to, anyone who demanded them to do something that they weren't doing got. The I heap remember hole. a big Jimmy Butler arrival at the Mall of America. People were excited oh, yeah. about that. It was a roller coaster. Yeah, it was like an all, all NBA player. I mean, he's like, an all, like he's an All NBA player, and by the way, when he played, they were one of the best teams in the West. He got hurt; they almost missed the playoffs. He came back; they barely made the playoffs. And then at the end of it, they said, "You're lovely, but we want to pay you less than these other two guys." Minnesota did that, right? Well, he was already under contract. Uh, the, regardless, he was. Up, they said we want to pay you. We want to pay you less than these other two guys. The reality is, <laughs> you got a guy who. We've changed general managers, we've changed coaches, we've changed everything. The only thing that hasn't changed is Carl Anthony Towns, except his bank account. It's a lot bigger. What's going to compel him to change? His best friend coming in who doesn't play defense either? Right, let's it, see. It's time. Like, let's see. What, what are you talking about? You, did you hear him? Let's see. It's time. time. Let's see. Time to go back to the lottery. I've been waiting, Rachel. Secaucus. Secaucus. Are you sleeping? <laughs> Don't sleep on him. Remember, you said that. What the, ooh, oh. Coming up, Giannis has a Kumpo. <laughs> Says the Bucks are the best team in the league. We'll have to see if these guys argue with that also. <laughs> First, though, here was his reason for not selecting James Harden in the All-Star draft. <laughs> Take a listen. Giannis put a little edge to him last night. I'm between Kim by Trey Young. Wait, you don't, want, I gotta the, go. you don't want the dribbler? <laughs> <laughs> I want somebody that's going to pass the ball. That's what I want. <laughs> so I'm going to go with uh, crossover killer, step-back master, Kemba Walker. Kemba Walker. All right. 
it's game time. It ain't a game now. Me and you, we ain't the same now. Lions coming out to play now. Opposition out the way now. Out of the way. Wow. Lillard, long three-pointer. That's good. Damian Lillard with a brilliant stretch here. Lillard for three. Knocks it down again. What an explosive performance. Dave will catch shoot the three. Got it. Oh, my goodness. Lillard has pulled another rabbit out of the hat. He's 51. Um, you know, I don't know about it. Actually, I know I've, I've never been in this type of rhythm in my life. What? Three. Although I don't know if Zach Collins should dance like that. Um, tonight we got a great doubleheader on ESPN. First at 80 the red, red hot Raptors versus the Pacers. Also doing quite well. And then at 10.30 it is Dame time. The Blazers taking on the Jazz. Two good games. And it all starts with NBA Countdown, 7 o'clock Eastern on ESPN. All right, welcome back to the jump. Let's discuss the team with the league's best record. The Milwaukee Bucks. They continue to roll last night, beating the Sixers by 11. They are 9-1 and one in their last 10 games. And Giannis, not shy about his opinion of his team after last night. Here is what he had to say. You know, I think we're the best team in the NBA. We have the best record in the NBA. Um, for me, I think there should not be you know, any change. And thank God there wasn't. Uh, I think the guys that we have... You know, the games that we have in the team is amazing right now. The guys that we have, they're playing great. And, um, you know, these are the guys that I'm going to go to war with. These are the guys I've been going to war with all season. And, um, you know, I'm happy that we still have the same team. Confident in his guys. All right, I mean, do you agree with Giannis? Best record, do you think that means that they are the best team in the NBA? I would say right now they are. He's playing at a phenomenal rate. He looks like he's headed towards the second MVP with no question there. Um, I'm not going to say no question. I, I, I kind of feel like it is, especially when you consider he plays 31 minutes a night. What he's doing in that yes. amount of time, I don't think it's ever happened in the history of the NBA. Yep, fair. Um, now, the problem is they still have flaws, small flaws, small weaknesses, but definitely that could be exploited, especially in the context of a seven-game series. Think about, you guys know I'm a Star Wars guy. Think about the Death Star. It's big, it blows up planets, but there's one little one-meter-by-one-meter one shaft, and if you throw something down there, it all blows up. That's what the Bucks are like. And that that flaw for me is offensively, I'm going to have to see Giannis hit shot after shot after shot from the three-point line as a, as a game plan for me to change the way I defend him. And then more importantly, defensively, they give up a lot of threes. They're a very aggressive defense at the point of attack. Mm-hmm. But if you play a good offense, which you will deeper in the playoffs, swing, swing, that's a wide-open three. The Toronto Raptors did it to him last year, and they knocked him out. And I think that's still a weakness for them going into the playoffs. First of now. all, there were multiple Death Stars. There's only one Giannis Antetokounmpo. What do you think? I'm with Giannis on this one. They are the best team in the league. They have zero flaws, in my opinion. I think when you look at their roster, um, they're complete. They have the Lopez brothers who, who's anchoring the mm-hmm. middle, rim protection. You have Giannis who's rim protection. They all rank in the top three conversation in that category. You look at their point guard play. Eric Blesso is giving you 15, 5, and 5. George oh, Hill sure. is their backup, which is – 
pretty solid at the point guard spot. And they got a nice Batman in Chris Middleton who's shooting 50%. He's averaging a cool 20 points. He's playing his role. And you have nice role players. Wesley Matthews is playing great right now on both ends of the floor. Uh, Kyle Corver can shoot the ball. DiVincenzo. Um, yes, you have all yeah. these guys. From an a, a on-paper standpoint, they may be the best regular season team in NBA history. Their numbers even look better than the 73-win mm-hmm. Warriors when you look at what they do offensively and defensively. The thing about it is when I talk to players out there, they don't fear them. And maybe that's going to be something that Giannis hammers home and mm-hmm. says, you're going to fear me in May and June. Mm-hmm. Maybe that'll be the case. But teams don't fear them. They, <clears throat> based on the stats, they should, though. Hey, guess what? To those teams that don't, I feel sorry for their loss. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Perk went on his foot. Okay. There we go. Time for our second distant replay of the day. This date, this one is from 2004. Take a listen. Vince Carter? You know him, I mean, it's, it's Vince Carter. It's got, oh, it's a hey. stat. Oh, this is young stat. This is before the surgery. Oh, yeah. Oh. He had so much touch. People oh. don't recognize that was Mario Sala. I think about him as a dunker, but this guy had such incredible touch around the basket hey. with finger rolls and Are you soft finish. That was awesome. Greg Ostertag didn't have touch. Thursday, Friday of next week, we're taking the jump on the road to Chicago for All Star Weekend. We will be live from Navy Pier. You can join our audience. You might catch Trey Wade, Trey Young, many other special guests will be swinging by our set. So I will see all of you guys in the Windy City. When are you going to be there? Let's get to our League Pass game of the night. Heat Kings. The Heat will be without Jimmy Butler for at least tonight. He will be questionable for a week. Now, the MRI on his shoulder came back clean. But Miami, of course, one of the most active teams ahead of yesterday's deadline. And they want to make sure he is with them for the stretch run. They netted Andre Iguodala, Jake Crowder, Solomon Hill. I mean, how much better did Miami get yesterday? Was it better enough? Yeah, it would have been a lot better if Danilo Danilo Gallinari was part of that. I would have had them as probably the Eastern Conference champions with Gallinari. Without Gallinari, yeah, I'm I'm really high on the the Heat for this reason. If you look at the record that they built, the players responsible for that are still all in that locker room. Everyone they traded away was either hurt or never played for them. So they got they got two rotation wing players, only gave up one. Great trade. Okay, yeah, did they get better trade, enough? Great trade for me, too. But better enough to be in the Eastern Conference Finals? Absolutely. Yes. Yes, yes I agree, and especially with Coach Spo. And then guess what? They have that veteran leader in that locker room that nobody talks about, and you done you as Haslam. Yeah. No, so absolutely keep everything not. in line. It's not a small we'll thing. keep it in line, I'll tell you <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> well, the ESPN has the Eastern Conference Finals this year. So, speaking on behalf of four people, <laughs> Clevelander, we're going to be at the Clevelander, like the city of Miami. I'm just saying, thank you, to Brian, me, Kendrick, Perkins. <laughs> I am. the jump live from Chase Center tomorrow on ABC. <laughs>